We're live! Woo woo! Woo woo! Let's do our little weird thing first. Yes. Welcome to the BS Show. Live from Ghent, Belgium. And where are you at, Austin? <laughs> Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That sounds like a lovely place to be. So today <laughs> we're going to be talking a lot of cool stuff, Austin. I don't know if you're ready for this, but I am. I'm not. <laughs> Let me crap. Stop this crap. Okay. It's one of the most annoying <laughs> Sonic brandings ever. That's what you get with, with AI people. That's what you get with cheap with ass AI. solutions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> let, let me quickly switch to my screen because today I'm the one walking you through this wonderful world. Did you see this this ad, by the way, Austin? I did not. I did not. Yeah. It, no, like, it, like we talked about in our last episode, all of our billboards over here are uh, David Gruber. One call, that's all. So. <laughs> <laughs> one call, that's all. <laughs> so so this ad this ad did the rounds on uh LinkedIn. It was like uh lots of people were very like, Oh my god, that's so smart. It's like it's a it's a it's a watch and the the copy says know the time without seeing you have thousand two hundred unanswered emails. So it's kind of a like a witty play on positioning and an old technological device on a feature that's not really a feature anywho right. <laughs> i'm a big big fan of um uh, of out of home advertising what do you mm -hmm. but not per se this one what do you feel about this ad yeah so there's a lot of there's a lot of questions i have um well one question at least i don't know what the hell ad sum is so that's one maybe that's um, you know, like the billboard company, I'm not sure. But um, uh, I also, uh, is, is this style of watch uh, trending right now? Because this looks like it's, it's pretty old school here. Um, <laughs> I, have I don't no know idea. any friends that would buy this watch. But, <laughs> but, um, but, they, but if they do, if they do, they can know the time without seeing unanswered emails. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll talk about what I like first. So um, uh, it definitely... Uh, is is novel it's going to get you to look at it just because it's it's um nice and clean and minimalist right and most mm. billboards at least here in the united states are just like so crowded you can't see or read anything and the logo is usually not on there or it's really tiny um which uh we'll get to that in a second but um <laughs> i i understand the uh this kind of in some ways, this new category entry point for watches, uh, which didn't exist before smartwatches existed. Um, but I'm sure it's, it's probably a growing um, uh, category entry point for some consumers. The, the problem with, with this is that it's probably not a very common category entry point, I would imagine. Maybe mm. it is. Maybe you know, it's, it's hard to get a read on, on where people are at right now. I don't know what percentage of people have smartwatches these days if it's a really high percentage then maybe that's a more common category entry point um i do think you know it's it's clever it does actually tell you you know what solution this watch provides um so i i think that's all the things i i like about it let me just think here yeah i mean yeah i think yeah 
that's that's I, I think that's a good analysis. I think first off, also I liked the design of it. I mean, it's pretty cool looking thing. It's kind of Apple-ish in its style, just having the products yeah. front and center. I think. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, most issue, biggest issue I have is it's trying to be too clever, and I kind of really hate that in advertising in general it's like oh my god we have this witty line and people are gonna all of a sudden realize and see the world in a different perspective it's like it's out of home advertising this is you're crossing on a highway at i don't know how many miles per hour and it's not likely you're gonna read it in the first point and then think about it so what it misses for me is visual direct impact. I do like, I like the cleverness of the positioning. I I think it could have been done in a more visual direct way, but that's mm, that's yeah, yeah that, that's that's my beef with it. But then obviously uh, on LinkedIn, people started playing around with it. That's what happens yeah, all the time better. on on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure if I even like it better. The layout's kind of ugly and makes it more boring. Sure. And and it's still like trying to solve it with text. Well, I think they should have been more clever yeah. with that. But that's yeah. that's the. But you that's can read the, it. You know, yeah, I, I think yeah. <laughs> but the the. the the two issues I have with it is one, the Timex logo is tiny and in the upper yeah. right hand corner. Um, uh, two, I don't really think Timex has any distinctive brand assets other than their pretty generic um, word mark here. Um, yep. Obviously, their logo is distinct or their name is distinct. Um, mm. But also, uh, you know, the biggest issue I have with this billboard is, is and, for, and for two reasons, is is the type is too small, and, I, and I'm not a fan of um, of thin uh, typefaces mm. almost ever, um, unless you're online and you have the like attention to be able to read yeah. it. Um, it's just not readable. You can't read that. Basically, and that's a problem yeah, for... it, <laughs> it's an ad for designers, yeah. right? I mean, that's, exactly. That's... Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. And, and, you know, this, it's actually interesting. I was, I was working with a client recently and um, she had already picked a designer that we were going to go with. I don't do too much design myself. She'd already picked a designer and, you know, I wasn't really impressed, but, you know, I was trying to get her as a client, so I didn't know how attached she was. So anyway, <laughs> we start working with this designer and I, I kind of realized through working with her that um, thin typefaces are in right now. And yet, you know, I think there's such a silly idea for, again, for things like this online, it, it's totally fine if you can mm. read it. Um, but if you're driving down the road at whatever speed and, and you're like squinting your eyes to have to read what it says, you know, one, you're not going to really be able to pick up on the message or you're going to give up really quickly because you only have a really tiny frame of, you know, time frame to actually process an, a billboard mm. ad while you're driving. So you're going to give up really quickly, but also if you don't give up, you might have an accident, and it's it's in some ways that billboard could actually cause cause major <laughs> problems on the roads, right? But but I you know what I was saying is just I've I've noticed this like thin typeface um, is is really popular right now, and um, it, in my opinion, it's it's almost always a bad idea. Um, yeah, so those are kind of my thoughts there. And now this I, might yeah. be maybe it's because it's so small; it, it's not as thin as I think it is. But if you look at the one at the bottom there, the small um, type um, I think is is a normal weight um, for font, and that that top one does seem yeah. pretty thin. So that's a big issue. 
Maybe it's a title for your next episode. It's like the death of Bolt. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let, bold, yes. let, let's move on. Maybe just uh-huh. uh, to give like what I was saying more visual impact because I, I really love these ads. Obviously, they tick all of our lovely boxes, distinctive brand assets, mm-hmm. Bolt typeface, very mm-hmm. simple, direct. And also what I like about it, I mean, obviously you have the golden arches here. Not a lot of brands have those. So let's not kid ourselves that we can do this with any type of brand. Right. But what, what's interesting to me is, is it's is the like the contextual use of it. It's, it's really like you're close to a McDonald's and here's the next exit or it's on your left. It's like, it's a very smart use of out of home where it's not just this aspirational message of buy me and then forget me later always, but it's more about like, Hey, you can actually get one right now if you want to go to the left. So I think great usage. I love it. Obviously a typical example of good distinctive assets. This one popped up today. Uh, Kirti, very, very interesting person to follow on Twitter. Uh, she always puts out a lot of great stuff. And I liked it because actually this is just like, I don't know if you noticed this this product, this uh, Muller. Yeah, it's just like a, you know, I don't know, yogurt-ish kind of like thing where you peel it off and then you have or chocolatey things or jam or whatever, you know, but it's a very recognizable thing for people that know it. And the billboard's just like a a ridiculously close-up thing of the thing. No copy, no smart copy whatsoever. It's just like, hey, just so when you get hungry, this is is what you need to think about. I love it. Very, very to the point, very direct. So great example here. But traditional media is dead, Steph. So, <laughs> uh, 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 it's true, right? It's true, right? I mean, digital media is uh, digital advertising specifically is what only works today. No, it's not. Obviously, it's not. And uh, I want to say, I think, again, like I'm just fanboying over out of home because I think it's a great mm-hmm. medium. But it's yeah. proved it's, to it's be... So- a, it's it's very poorly executed, at least here where I live, most of the time. But you're right; it is a very effective medium if you can do it well, right. That's the opportunity, right? I mean, that the yeah, fact that yeah, you have exactly, a lot of these yeah. these like ugly yeah. lawyers like posing for for, <laughs> for on benches. That's that's exactly why it's even like even even if you do it poorly, it's still gonna get you a lot of results. But then if you do it like really good, then then what happens? I mean, it's it's only it, it can only be better, right? And I well, think. I, yeah, yeah go, go ahead. ahead no it's just well, a... i was just gonna say it no, yeah, i was just that. gonna say it. <laughs> we can do this I for an hour under, <laughs> i think you underestimate how bad it is here where i live i mean logos are hardly ever present text is incredibly hard to read um things think vi- the, the visual hierarchy of of almost every billboard here is just like ridiculous you you cannot like you can focus on these billboards and still not know what the hell is being advertised so (laughs) so like it is really bad here and and these are like big companies Mm. these are well-established brands that are locally well-established brands of course when you see a national brand being advertised it's almost always way better but the locally the the big brands here locally are almost always hitting missing the mark with their billboards so so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any results from a billboard like that. Honestly, I don't know how they're getting results if they are, because um, you can't even read or tell what's going on. So. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, I, I should come live over there then because that <laughs> that makes our job a lot easier. But yeah, it's it's you know even with the pandemic, I think people are hopefully coming out of home again, and we spend usually around seventy percent of our time out of home. I don't. I practically live in this basement, but <laughs> most people do, and so it's. A, I think it's a great opportunity, even more than like cell phones. And then uh, interesting. I'm just throwing my Twitter friends around, by the way, in this episode. So no worries about that. But uh, I think it's interesting if you start seeing at all the like negative feedback and, and reports coming out about like digital advertising and the attribution that basically sucks or is has been lying to us for a long time. I think it's interesting yeah. to see where this type of medium actually has basically the same amount of attribution which is not a lot and then yeah. today i i did the sto the plot thickens today uh this <laughs> lovely post came up uh from sean biglioni a, a fellow podcaster and it, I, it, was, it was such a hilarious thing so basically meta here is advertising on billboards about how their personalized ads help uh, in this case, Frank's <laughs> honey get found, and then some. Some so basically, digital advertising company is promoting their like personalized ads through traditional media because they probably know that it's the most effective because their own shits, their own stuff is oh, garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look, if you look at like how much their own spending on traditional advertising has increased in the last like yep. five years, they used to they used to not advertise traditional using traditional outlets at all and now they're like one of the biggest advertisers in the world using traditional advertising so there's obviously a disconnect there that you pointed out <laughs> i love it i love it it's and it's also funny like the ads aren't personalized at all i mean obviously not it's a billboard but but it's just such a such a meta thing to, well yeah. oh my god double meta okay let, let's <laughs> let's let's move on so obviously uh out of home uh is a big boat i mean there's so many different things there's just your your classical billboard there's lawyers putting things on benches i mean it there's digital there's mobile but there's also like these more creative out of home like i like to call them installations like this one is really cool where you basically have a the the night is coming and then you see dracula <laughs> emerge the the, the thing is cool. with yeah, with this one is like these are the typical examples you often see with like out of home. But the problem is like you can you can't do like a, a, a forty billboards across the country. This is one or maybe two, and then usually what happens is is basically they they explode it with earned media coverage. So it's just a way to get sure. press coverage, basically, or or social yeah. media sharing uh, and other stuff. So it's also very smart in yeah. that sense that it's not just a traditional medium. It's actually it gets people talking about you. It gets social traction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever that means uh just another example of again playing with the lights and uh i i have two case studies prepared for you today Ooh, Austin. very nice yeah. i'm blazing through it but yeah what i i, I don't know if you know specs spec savers do not I love them. They're a great brand. Uh, they, they use humor very good. But what I love about them the most is they have what you could call a brand platform uh, positioning, essence, whatever kind of term you want to throw on it. That's very like 
simple and it just it, they can do it in so many different executions and i just want to show you two obviously here's the out of home one now what what is specsavers is it a grocery store or is it sorry is it? it's a it's a glasses stores glasses okay got it so so here yeah you know should have gone to specsavers the guy missed the billboards sort of speaking uh and then very simple like very bold type very a recognizable color logo in there just like all the ticks all the boxes but it's also like very funny but they they yeah. have this campaign both like in in billboards where it's a bit more creative they also have just normal like static billboards but then they also have great like uh, online digital video that they use i wanted to show you one ad just so we can have some laughs with that one Delivery. This says block two. It's over there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Very again. So so basically the, the, the line is always should have gone to spec savers and then they just figure out some kind of joke about how people aren't right. seeing lovely right and and i i for me again like uh, this is an episode about oh, oh out of home but i just love like thinking about these bigger brand platforms that you can then find creative executions digitally offline online and create this like mm -hmm. you know thing about it that really works uh yep. let me skip this one and then one more thing i, I wanted to show you is uh, another interesting uh, application of out of home is uh this brand is called visible i don't know i've it. been seeing them lately yeah i don't know too much about them either but i've been seeing them so they they do like uh what's it called like uh they're they're basically uh they provide you you with uh internet while uh, messaging uh you you get your phone uh to to be able to send messages and they had this really funny out of home thing i don't know if you read the copy but what it says uh no yeah, i mean, I mean the, is, is, is there am i missing something it's pretty it's pretty i can't see the little text that the guys no 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 that. it it's in the headline oh. it it basically says unlimited massages instead oh, of... <laughs> i didn't pick up on that no but the funny the funny the funny thing is like a lot of people didn't see it but then they had some people like on twitter saying like hey guys you you messed up you made a mistake but then they they actually followed up and they had like free massage centers and city centers where people could get their massages and they had a couple of these like funny text errors it's like this very subtle thing but the, the cool thing for me is like it works on a basic level i mean it's well designed it, it looks like it's it's just a good ad but then it also has this extra layer of like some built-in virality if we can say that but i think that's a smart way to combine both like get people to talk about it socially but also just make sure that you you get your visibility out or get your message out there so i i love that right and then uh, let me see here. Oh, wow. I had a surprise for you. I messed it up. <laughs> but I'm... So I have this new category I wanted to introduce. 
um, at the end of each episode. And it's called, uh, let me see here, the distinctive, ah, what's happening? Oh, I don't know what's happening. Do you see it? You see it, right? Our, okay, our, our faces our faces are covering up what it says. Ah, okay. Distinctive the, asset of the week, is that what it says? Yeah, it's the distinctive asset of the week category. And it goes to um, eggs, <laughs> eggs man this week. It's a... Uh, uh sh- shout out to um ah mario who who posted it ah sorry i didn't get his name sorry mario but anyways i love i love eggs man i mean come on how 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 good <laughs> I've is this i've never seen him before but he looks like he would work well yeah yeah and and again like look at the copy here it says need eggs call eggs man i mean <laughs> one call that's all yep one call that's all <laughs> get your eggs <laughs> so yeah i think i think uh that was uh that was my bit my is, my is this, co- <laughs> oh is this a, a brand you know about or is this your friend just found it like while driving <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it's a, a british uh thing i haven't seen it before but it's kind of hilarious in a, in a in a very like untasty way because it looks ugly but i'm i think like even with this type of almost like tasteless uh, mascot you could still build on yeah. it and do like funny ads with it and oh, yeah. it could still become totally. a very good good platform for this brand so i, I love the like yeah. the shabby mascot but uh props for trying man props for eggs man oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah have you ever have you ever done any like uh, any out of home uh advertising yourself i have not i have I have not been lucky enough to be able to have a client who could afford to to invest too much in traditional media. Unfortunately, I can't wait though. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like even for me as well, it's something that's quite unreachable for smaller brands. But I've heard some some like local uh, brand managers I know that that have done this on a very small scale like let's say two or three billboards for only a few weeks and it wasn't yeah. that more costly than a digital video campaign and it turned out yeah. really good so i i think it's just something i wanted to share with people like it, it's not per se that much more expensive if you look at it uh, properly mm-hmm. yeah that that was the other piece is i haven't i haven't worked with too many clients who um like serve a big enough base necessarily as well to be able to um uh yeah it kind of just depends but yeah it's 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 uh you know i've i've often thought about you know taking my own money and investing it in a billboard (laughs) i have often (laughs) thought about that i don't i don't work locally i'm not exclusive to to locally in in milwaukee so um uh but i could be i guess if i wanted to be that's probably what i would do that would be super funny, yeah. actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember like the Mr. Beast uh, billboards? I don't know if you saw that one, but it was also very funny. Like he he he's a YouTuber and he did like uh, a lot of uh, like billboards, and, and it was super funny. Like he even spent money on billboards for other other YouTubers, like PewDiePie. Like he but, like huge billboards, getting PewDiePie to I don't know a million subscribers or whatever it was. Hey, I. I think that that is yeah i mean I, I don't know i mean you'd have to have the right strategy behind um 
making money through YouTube. I know just just subscribers alone isn't the, the greatest thing, but once you get those subscribers, you get a lot of freedom to to monetize that. But I, I you know I think that's a great idea. I mean, if you got the money for it, and you're even though you're just kind of some YouTuber or whatever, I don't see any problem with advertising yourself. Did you ever see that the movie um, I Love You, Man? Mm, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Okay. So it's basically like Paul Rudd and um, I can't remember the other guys. Uh, Jason Siegel, um, essentially, uh, Paul Rudd is like he has no male friends and he's about to get uh, married. to. His, he just got engaged to his fiance and <laughs> he doesn't have anybody to be a best man in his wedding. And so he like randomly meets this guy uh, played by Jason Siegel, who is just like kind of out there and weird and, and crazy and kind of gets gets Paul Rudd out of his comfort zone. Um, and at one point, um, Paul, Paul Rudd is, is, is he's, he's kind of struggling to get clients. He's a real estate agent. And, uh, uh, Jason Siegel, um, asks him if he can borrow some money for, you know, for him saying that he's having struggles financially. Yeah. And then he <laughs> takes that like 5,000 or $10,000 and he invests it in billboards for Paul Rudd's character without him knowing about it. And oh all of a sudden God. Paul Rudd is just getting call after call after call. And he's just starts, dom- there it is. Yeah. He just starts dominating the market as a real estate agent. <laughs> there it is. Love There's it. all kinds of really fun and appropriate ones that he bought for him. Yeah. yeah that that's and, a, and, you know, and, yeah that's a great idea <laughs> no and that's the funny thing like it, it could be like one one billboard one day mm-hmm. but even yeah. Ha- yeah. having that and then making like a, a piece of content about it could be a mm-hmm. lot more like interesting to share than than whatever digital ad you're running and this is something i i really uh i, I had a chat with rory sutherland i think uh, about a year ago or something and he talks a lot about like behavioral science and i think one thing mm-hmm. besides the fact that okay it's outside you see it it kind of gets your attention is the fact that um, there's, there's this thing called like uh, costly signaling where it's like people mm-hmm, yep, kind of yep. re- realize that seeing a billboard kind of makes you legit and it's a very yep. like unconscious thing where we, we we subconsciously know that these things cost money it's the same with TV ads and thus we immediately trust this brand in a different level than mm-hmm. we could ever yep. do with a digital ad and and that's something exactly. I think we, we often ignore so it's a very interesting medium to explore mm-hmm. yeah big fan of that stuff yeah so uh, I'm thinking maybe we should look into some some ads for the BS show in in the next few months. <laughs> some some oh out of home ads. <laughs> I, I mean. got it right right right. <laughs> hey, let's do it. <laughs> Yeah. all right awesome well that was my uh very like high-pitched uh out of home uh obsession so uh that's it for me this week i don't know if you want to share Great. anything else you know i i like your distinctive asset of the week i've actually had the same idea um but for like uh um how would you i don't know what you would call it but like ridiculous press re- release of the week <laughs> I, I think that like whenever like uh, an agency releases a brand or even an ad campaign, their press releases are so ridiculously dumb. They, you know, they like they yeah, try to. True. You know, I, I was just reading one. I was reading one for um, Toys R Us. If you know about Toys R Us, they're yeah, yeah. a toy store, and they recently like went bankrupt and and closed and um, and. Uh, uh, hold on, I lost my train of thought. Toys R Us. 
Did they do? Did they do like a press announce about a new brand? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so, so it's really funny. This agency, um, I guess, was tasked with the rebrand for Toys R Us. There you go. Um, Toys R Us has not used this rebrand, which you actually find in the press release at the very end. They kind of subtly oh allude to that fact, um, <laughs> or at the, the description at the top. But um, but here's but, our beautiful mockups yeah. anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. But like, let, let's let's read it here. You know, we got time, right? Do we have time? Sure, sure, sure. Let's read this one. This one's hilarious. I can't really, uh, I'm too far away from my computer right now, but if you can read so, it. So, yeah, as kids, we were all fascinated by toy shops. Hamley's Disney Store toy, sh toy shops were worlds in which we could get lost on a Saturday afternoon. On September 19, 2017, Toys R Us filed for bankruptcy. In March 2018, it liquidated all U.S. store. Yada, yada, yada. In the six months leading up to the company's liquidation, the creative consultancy Lippincott connected with Carla Hansen, creative director, in an attempt to refresh the company before it was too late. What? <laughs> the consultancy created a rebrand that never saw the light of day, obviously. Now when we look at it, we cannot help but wonder what if. Perhaps this oh, nostalgic remodeling would have encouraged perennials to remember their past. That's so. This isn't oh, actually what I was referring to. This is okay. this isn't the press release itself. Um, ah. But I did not know. I did not know for sure that they didn't actually use the rebrand. I just I just gathered from the um, from the press release because it, it it said something like now Toys R Us has the tools to to yeah. rebrand you know for whenever they come back online or something along those lines and i was like in other words they did not pull the trigger but on your rebrand like how, and how does that yeah yeah how does that work because basically they lip and cut probably charged like a half million dollars or i don't I'm know sure. what kind of yeah. number for this yeah. and they basically already realized like probably not gonna make it but hey gonna have a nice picture exactly. it's a it's the, a the cool brand though <laughs> It is. No, see, here's the thing. Visually, it's great. It, it totally leverages their distinctive um, asset in the R there. Um, you know, th there's definitely it's it's a visually it's a great brand. And that's what's so funny is the press release is, is so bad, even <laughs> though the brand is good. Um, and that's that's why I found so funny. So let's see here. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm, yes. I'm thinking about this other brand as well that did like a logo reveal. Um, it's called Staples, uh, I think. Logo reveal. Yeah, Staples, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was so hilarious. Yeah, this one. Did you yeah, see yeah. the video? Let, let's just play it quickly. That I have was, not seen this. It's, it's, it's just, it's the best, the best logo reveal ever. <laughs> Why are we in somebody's mouth? <laughs> That's what that looked like. That's the old. That's the old logo, right? Right, right. Oh. And now they're gonna zoom, oh. zoom, zoom in on something. Oh, what are they gonna do with it? Oh, oh my God! Oh, no! <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> Oh my god, they have a sans serif logo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, they all clap. Where did this where did this video play? <laughs>
Why are these people uh, so excited? <laughs> I think it's I think it's the the fireworks and the big screens that do right, the work. Because right. if you if you would I I like really like show this in just a like a dry like hey Austin can you come sit next to me I have this thing on my screen and you just show like the little leg go it, I mean. <laughs> You can't imagine it working and somehow they like just bombastically do it, force it down people's throats so they get excited about it. It's a yeah. it 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 looks to me like a very like um, American thing to do, like Yes. <laughs> have you have you seen the um the I'm probably gonna say his name wrong, but Saji Haviv yeah. um TED Talk? where he talks about logo designs and, and <laughs> where he like basically shows them the logo, tells the story about he showed them the logo and they were like, I don't like it. I don't get it. And then he just made some cheesy like 3D video to show them the logo. Yeah. And they were like, it's amazing. <laughs> it's it's how it, it's really how it goes. I think a lot of times you have yeah. to invest more money in the intro video than yep. you have yep. to do in like the actual work for the for the rebrand. But yeah, Staples, yeah. great. I mean, it's it's amazing, right? <laughs> well, we can we can we can discuss the Toys R Us press release next next week. I'll I'll find it for us and we can break it down. But the the funniest part is just like how they describe. Essentially, instead of saying we found a distinctive asset in the backwards R, we leveraged it and now it's flexible and adaptable, and that's how we're using it. They just make up this whole ridiculous story about you know. Uh, what it represented to parents yeah. and how perennials are the new target and it's just it's really bad <laughs> it's it's very cute but yeah definitely something yeah. Uh, a category i'm looking forward to to do and i'm looking forward to what you come up with next week <laughs> yep we'll see we'll see all right let, let's uh let's tune out with the lovely tunes oh, a little bit go. I'm thinking uh, we'll be back in about two weeks with another episode. So thank you for listening. All right. Thank you, guys. Oh, as always, uh, show the duck. Show the duck. We haven't, we haven't really introduced that concept yet, but essentially we it's, have a duck. It's, it's in you the corner. Show it. Show it. Show your show ducks. Duck. Take care, man. <laughs>